Well, South African government bonds traded softer today following the rand, which has weakened along with the other emerging market currencies over the past few days. The R186 bid at, as you can see there, 8.3% from 8.18% and the R207 at 7.19% from 7.08%. The U.S. 10-year Treasury, in the meantime, last seen at 2.968% and that from about similar levels at its last session. We're joined in studio. Studio, um, on the line, rather, uh, by James Turp from APSA Asset Management now for more on what's been playing out in the fixed income scene. Thanks so much, uh, James, for joining us today. So while that weakness came through initially, we had uh, the unit sitting at about 1265, the RAND managing to garner some strength, moving to 1259, uh, and by the close, back up at around 1270. What are you making of current valuations? Because this movement we've seen just on an intraday basis, pretty volatile. Good evening, Alicia. Thanks very much for having me. Uh, it's exactly as you say. It's been quite a volatile day uh, with the currency and bonds moving all over the screen. And uh, it's pretty much a highlight of two things. Firstly, we've come out of a couple of public holidays, potentially. But also, it's markets doing a wait and see with regards to two key events, first of which is tonight's U.S. Uh, FOMC, where they will decide whether they hike or hold on interest rates. And then later in the week, we'll see some jobs numbers in the form of non-farm payrolls. So our market pretty much being dictated to by how the dollar is performing globally. Absolutely. With that in mind, with the dollar strength at the forefront, along with U.S. Treasuries uh, rising in expectation that the Fed is going to be striking a more hawkish tone at its monetary, uh, uh, with its monetary policy statement later this evening, what are you expecting, James? How much more hawkish a tone do you expect to be struck? I'm not particularly expecting too much more of a hawkish um, delivery this evening. You might find when they release the minutes, there could be a subtle change. But uh, where we stand at the moment, the markets are pricing in around about a 30% chance of a hike this evening. So it's not without risk that they could um, could even hike, but that it's not typical of the Fed to move against consensus yeah. like that. But uh, it remains to be seen whether they go more hawkish in, the, in, in their tone. I don't think so. I think the market has, uh, at least the U.S. Treasury, uh, moved closer to 3%. I think the market's doing that work for them. So I think they just need to steer uh, and guide as they have been. And I think uh, they're doing a good job so far. Yeah. What's your reading of the economic situation stateside, though? Because uh, we've got the U.S. seeing inflation and growth indicators generally, James, surprising to the upside. Um, and that in contrast to, you know, elsewhere in the globe where we've seen economic data start to uh, surprise or disappoint to the downside. Mm. Yeah, there's been sort of mixed data points, but as you say, the U.S. has been quite surprisingly strong. The risk, of course, as with everything, is that um, if you increase your hawkish stance or if you hike rates too aggressively, then you could be faced with recession conditions down the line. So they've really got to get the balance right, and, and that's, they're, they're on quite a, a tight balancing act as they, they are right now. Yeah. 
James, as you alluded right at the top, you've got, uh, you know, this dictating a lot of the tone and sentiment right now, the kind of activity we're seeing play out on the local front. Take us through the kind of activity that played out at uh, the bond auction. So it's been a, 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 it was a neutral to slightly soft auction. We've, we've become a little bit spoiled over the last a month or so with, with some strong appetite for, for bonds in the auctions. But this one coming out sort of mild, uh, clearing about a point above where the market was trading at the time. And since then, the market's weakened, as you, as you say. So um, yield levels higher than, than where the auction went off. So it's indicative perhaps of um, of the market having made peace with these current levels where we are at the moment and uh, now it's wait and see for those risk events yeah. we've also how much uh, sorry to interrupt you but uh, how much attention paid to local economic data filtering through our pmi numbers out for april coming in better than expected we're above that key uh, 50 point mark at this stage of the game but having said that uh, this has proven to be a very very volatile metric yeah, well, it's re returned to where it was in uh, in January, so it took that dip down to 46, from, uh, and now it's returned to just above 50, uh, where it was the month before. So very volatile, but at least the, the, the figures are in line with expectations of resumed growth. Within the PMI numbers, new orders had picked up, mm -hmm. which was encouraging, but um, th there was uh, some attention drawn to business condition expectations in six months' time having dipped away for the first time in a while, so showing that expectations starting to subside, uh, which could be a little bit of this uh, sort of optimism uh, narrowing down a bit. Yeah, well, James, let's leave it there. Thanks so much for having joined us on the line this evening. James Turp is with APSA Asset Management.